everyone welcome to another edition of front row negative the podcast uh it is halloween season and we are back with another bracket set so this time we have a special guest and we don't promote this until the show actually you know we promote the episode out there in the the internet because we don't want people sending our guest dms to vote their way that's not how we work (laughs) we are a surprisingly bunch of assholes that want to watch crappy movies so and we vote terribly too so this time you know we, we, we got we brought a special guest i'm your host aaron and i am scissor me timbers i uh <laughs> no it's chris i'm uh we're back for our uh our three podcasts a year so we're back for another one we are we yes. are yeah we, we take hiatus and, yeah like, and to your point it's spooky season i'm very excited um Spooky season for me honestly starts in September. Um, you know, hey, as soon as Walmart, when Walmart decides it's Halloween, I decide it's Halloween. Put it that way. It's October Eve. Yes. So tonight's guest, uh, if you've ever been to a horror convention anywhere, Texas, California, anywhere, you've probably seen this man there. He has the grizzliest of beards. He gives warm hugs and has, and has probably brought back 80 slasher in the indie scene that makes it so entertaining. So for our hammer brackets tonight, we brought in the marvelous Drew Marvick. How you doing? Hey. Welcome, sir. Wow, what a what an introduction. Geez, I'm gonna be giving out so many warm hugs now. Everywhere <laughs> I go. You do. People hugs, are gonna expect it. Thumbs the, up. The, Every, the everything's warm beer, I like that. Yeah, everything is. Yeah, I mean, just give off this aura of like, come to my log cabin, everything's fine. Yeah, don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Come to my cabin. <laughs> let, let me let me hug you. <laughs> let me hug you. We'll have don't hot ask. chocolate, and we'll uh, yeah. we'll talk about cutting down trees and what have you. Yeah. No, quit. Don't ask questions. He, he's just a warm and friendly person, despite there being a severed head behind you. Just a warm and friendly person. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh other side. Yeah, there it's you go. Severed, it's my severed head. <laughs> yes. I bet that thing's seen some shit, hasn't it? It's seen a, it, it's seen a little. It was like the, it was a backup head from from the barn too, so it wasn't actually on set. Ah, oh, like, gotcha. Like spare spare head. A spare head. Yeah, the one that was on set, I think, has a hole drilled in it, and God only knows what <laughs> they've done to it. Oh wow! That, well, when barn two comes out, we'll find out what happens. Yeah, this head could talk. Yes. Yes. I think it's coming out soon, by the way. Nice. Keep your eyes and ears open. And your extra heads open. Yeah. (laughs) Please. So I'll say I was first introduced to you whenever I got a Facebook ad for for Pool Party Massacre. Nice. And the cover or box art looks so great. With yeah, the, awesome. the, the the chick with the the skeleton, you know, the bikini chick, yeah. or the ghoul. I had to order it, so <laughs> I that's what I did. I ordered through the Facebook ad. It took me to the website. Wait, a Facebook it. a Facebook ad actually worked it for me. Worked. It worked. No, isn't it weird? Yeah, they they work sometimes. I'm just kidding. I'm a 
professional. I knew it was going to work. <laughs> I so I ordered, I ordered the DVD because it was cheaper at the time. And then I remember uh, you came to Texas Frightmare. I'm like, oh, crap, he's going to be there. So when I met you at your booth because you were with the Gornoir, I believe. Yeah, I was. And had the DVD. You're like, oh, and you're, you kind of looked at it. You're like, oh, you know what? You need to upgrade. And you hand me the Blu-ray. So I gave the DVD to Chris to borrow to watch because I'm like, you need to watch this. This is this is crazy awesome. Yeah, you good. really need to watch it. Uh, and been fan sense of your work. That's and awesome. I know yeah. recently we talked at a Houston Horror Film Fest about your other projects. But yeah, it's you've got a good fan fall. I mean, you made a fan for life here. So oh, rad. Thank, thank, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. And thanks for uh, giving Pool Party Massacre a chance. Yes. And for liking it, but <laughs> you got to hey, give it a chance first. The, the box art hooked me. That definitely hooked me. Well, that was the... That was the point. That was the strategy for sure. I mean, I work in, I mean, I work in marketing for a living and that's what I've done for almost 20 years now. So producing commercials and working for an ad agency. So, I mean, I, I know how, I know how that works. So I, I, I put a lot of time and money into that because I knew that was the first thing people were going to see. And I, all of my favorite movies from at least from the eighties, especially, and even the nineties, often the, box art or the poster art was way better than the movie yeah <laughs> it's not even an insult like but the poster art, the box art was so good that the movie could never live up to it and that's what i wanted that's what i wanted i, I wanted a movie not that i wanted to make the movie bad but i wanted to make the <laughs> art so good that the movie couldn't even could never match it yeah and, not that you intended the movie to be bad because it's not bad but you're like no. you had a built-in insurance policy Kind of like, you know, some of our listenership might read comics and pick up a comic book and the, the art on the cover is fantastic. Then you open it and it's like just, you know, schlock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but hey, no, it, to Aaron's point, man, I thought it was great. It's fantastic. Brad, that makes me so happy. <laughs> so that here's a question then. Is there a movie that you saw that had a killer box art that was just completely terrible? Oh my God, there's so many. But you put me on the spot. Well, well, like you know what name? If you have top three or top five, go ahead and name them. Let's see. What would they be? I mean, I don't want to name anything current because <laughs> there's, I most likely know someone that made the person that made it. <laughs> so I'll have to go back a ways. And I'm yeah, trying yeah. to think. Well, I mean, even like just movies that couldn't live up to the or just the art that art yeah, that yeah. I was obsessed with. Like even like cheerleader camp. Yes. Which actually was an, which was an inspiration for the pool party massacre art is a great example because yes. like the cover of that just it hooked it drew me in always like every time I was in the video store but then when I finally watched it I mean it's it's fun but... <laughs> uh, I've I've got one blood diner I mean that post that art is so good I actually I love yeah, blood yeah. diner. But, the art is so good, but then when you watch the movie, you're like, "Wait, this is a comedy? This is a dark yeah. comedy? This is that movie? <laughs> yeah." You put the wrong tape in the box. Yeah, that's yeah. another good one. And I just was obsessed with also this concept of um, key art and box art that really had nothing to do with the movie. And I don't know where when that started. It could have existed before the '80s, but just my. Yeah. I was at an impressionable age in the eighties, but things like evil dead Two, the skull with the eyeball, there's no skull yes. with an eyeball in the movie ever. Like it doesn't, 
exist. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that image always captured my imagination as a kid. I was oh. like, what the hell is this? I was this? so drawn into it. And then um, another sleepaway camp, a knife through a shoe. Like, yes. yeah. I, I, as a kid, like, I expected that. Well, like, oh, when are they going to stab through the shoe? And it, it, does, it doesn't happen, well, and it's irrelevant. Sleepaway camp, too. Uh, the girl had the backpack with the mask, Freddy's glove, the chainsaw. Yeah. All that stuff on there, and none of those things are in the movie. She's not no. even in the movie. No, she's not. <laughs> she's just a <laughs> model that they hired, and they did a promotional shoot that made no sense at all. No, but that's another or, great, yeah, uh, another great example. Or uh, the nest one about the like the giant co- that's supposed to be about giant cockroaches because mm-hmm. the cover has like the giant cockroach eating a lady by her neck. Yeah, and then when you watch it. That doesn't happen. No, it's not even. You know, dare I say it? But uh, you know, maybe this is a retrospective look on it. But like uh, faces of death, right? No, we know now, right? No, yeah, no, we know now. A lot of that stuff is all fake, right? So you're like, I mean, a lot of it's real, like news footage of like sure. post crashes and shit. But a lot of the shit, you, you back and they're like, oh, this was fake, this was fake, this was fake. You're like, oh, come on. You everything know, that, that everything was, that wasn't news footage was fake. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, so, I think the yeah, alligator one was a fake one. But it was, know, that's what I'm saying. That's now you see them and you're like, oh man, all right, you know. But, that, but the, granted, you couldn't do that now. Like, there's that's the shit you find on the dark web. You know, nobody's saying go out there and get you know stuff. Yeah. But like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. And also, honorable mention to Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship has its moments, <laughs> but like the cover of Ghost Ship looks cool, and it then does. the movie yeah. just kind of falls apart. The intro is great. Yeah. Yes. The yeah. intro's good. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite part. If anyone's going to pick a favorite part of the movie, it has to be that. Yeah, has exactly. It has to be the first one. Uh, I think another one that uh, popped up was uh, enemy, uh, Unknown Enemy, the one with uh, Peter Weller versus the, the rat in his house. Yes. Because <laughs> the cover makes it look like it's like a crime slasher stalker movie. And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, this guy's just hunting a rat. <laughs> that's it he's something robocop can't catch a rat yeah exactly yeah i've never heard of this <laughs> it's adult mouse hunt yeah pretty I'm much getting stuff, i'm googling i'm getting stuff for video games and shit i don't even see <laughs> it's called unknown enemy i believe uh and it's got but it's got peter weller in it so it's yeah. it, it, it is yeah the we'll cover have to be looks more specific amazing. You know, when, when you when you mentioned the cheerleader camp, I wanted to refresh my memory, so I started googling cheerleader cha- uh, cheerleader ca- cheerleader camp. I forgot the p, so I typed in cheerleader cam. Whoops! So I had to <laughs> <laughs> I had to add the p oh, on there. No. You're, on, you're on a list now. Yeah, I am you're... on a list now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And that's the show, everyone. Thank you for joining in and listening. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet everybody. Those are the titles. Or like another great one. Um, in that category is chopping mall. It has like the bag full of all the body parts. Well, yeah. it's also a human robotic hand. It's like a humanoid hand that that's yes. holding it, yes. not the clamp from so the. Like, nothing about it's like whoever. It's like those uh, Ghana posters, you know, but before they existed. But yeah, yeah, that poster. There's no robot humanoid hand. There's no shopping bag full of body parts. Like none of that, and it makes you feel like. It's a total. There's no way you could guess what the movie oh. actually was based on that art. But I love the movie and I love that art. It's it's iconic now. Oh yeah, I love that movie too. That 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 oh. one's definitely a guilty pleasure of that one. Yeah, but I I am I'm fascinated by that period of time and those 
VHS box covers for me that had this art that not necessarily was a trick, but it had nothing to do with the movie, but was so was so good that it drew you in and it got you to rent it, which I think was the point. I mean, I'm sure that was yeah definitely the point. So that was something that I I wanted to do because I appreciated it and had nostalgia for it. But but also, uh, it's a great marketing tool when you're a first time filmmaker coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. No one knew who I was, and I'm releasing a six thousand dollar slasher film with the word massacre in it. So it's just instantly just dropped into a sea of cheap massacre movies. Yeah. So I needed something, no matter how good the movie is. I mean, it's not good, but if it, it wouldn't matter what the movie is, it would still, it still needs to stand out for somebody to give it a chance. And so that's I appreciated right. that. And that's the route I wanted to take again, was to make this cover art that was so good that people, that would make people want to give it a chance. Yeah. I mean, yours was the first one I found on Facebook. There's built an audience for it. Yeah, because I've, I've I've only I've only ordered three movies off Facebook. I ordered you know Pool Party Massacre, I ordered The Barn because that art came up, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty really cool. And yeah. then and then Night of Something Strange. Those are the three nice. that I've ordered and all, off. And all three of those that was like the same year. Yeah, yeah. Because I was playing festivals with Night of Something Strange at the same time, like our festival run, mm-hmm. and then The Barn was pretty much the same time too. Yeah. So yeah, I was awesome. I ordered all three of those off, and I enjoyed all three of them. Uh, so that's, uh, me too. Like I, that's I met uh, Jonathan from Night of Something Strange and Justin from The Barn, like all that year because of mm-hmm. our films, and now I'm friends with both of them since then. So, and I'm so. dying, and ended up that's in awesome. The Barn Part Two. And if there's ever a Night of Something Strange Part Two, I better be in it. God damn it! <laughs> Are they going to be in a uh, pool party massacre too? <laughs> no, I don't. I, well, Justin doesn't want to be in anything. I don't think Justin likes being in front of the camera. He just uh, likes he just likes making movies. And Jonathan, okay. like I, I don't know where he is in the world. Like he oh, was okay. making uh was it Johnny Z? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and so I think it's finally just did its festival premiere. But I haven't talked to him actually in years. I feel like he like in like in my mind he like went into a cave. But I'm sure he's just been living his life, <laughs> like <laughs> not, in, not in a cave. But he's just not on uh, social media, and so in my mind, that means that he's in a cave. Well, well. So how is a uh, pool party massacre two coming along? Because I know you did the Kickstarter before quarantine. Yes. And things are put on hold. Yes. And have things started back up again? Yes, it's a slow roll, a slow roll back up, which which I've started a couple times now. Um, what, as soon as right when things started to calm down, I got excited and was like, all right, you know, regulations, uh, restrictions are calming down. I should hurry up and yeah, get on, right. get on with it. And then quickly realize that the world wasn't back to normal. So I, I pushed pause again and waited. And now, now we're, I think at a point where we can definitely ramp it back up. But in the meantime, everything has changed as far as pool party massacre too. like the, the main location like I was going to okay. shoot the majority of the movie at my house. The mm. first, the first movie took place. The opening scene was at my house, which was in theory next door to the hero house, which was my parents' house in real life, where I shot the movie. So I was like, oh, now I'll shoot part two next door at my house. So it'll be great. It's a built-in location. It's free. I don't have to pay myself. Um, but during COVID, I sold my house and I moved. So, oh. so I lost that location. <laughs> 
I started rewriting the script and just making it back at my parents because that was easy. Mm -hmm. uh, and then my parents sold their house and moved. So oh, <laughs> and it's just recent, like I've been helping them move for the last couple of weeks. So <laughs> now that's gone. So I'm like back to the drawing board, basically. So I started rewriting the script completely. Like that changed everything. Like those yeah. were the I mean, that I could have found a workaround, but I mean, it, it kind of forced me to change everything and really sit down and, and rethink it and rework it, which I'm glad. The The outline I have now for the script, I like better than any other version that has existed. Mm -hmm. but I'm still starting over. So, um, so yeah, so in my free time, I'm, I'm working on reworking the script. So I plan on having that done and be casting and you know, locking in locations by the end of the year. And then as soon as the weather warms up, shooting the movie. So which would that's be awesome. Mar March or April. That's the plan. That, that's awesome. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I've seen you've been posting a lot lately of uh, Slasher Size, which looks amazing. That murder looks, Size. Looks, I mean, Murder Size. I'm sorry. Yeah. Murder Size. I'm thinking of Slash Dance because I just placed a bid on that on eBay. So that's... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So I've got that on my mind too, but yeah, yeah. her size looks yeah. amazing though. That, that looks like it's gonna be fun. It was tons of fun to shoot my scenes for it for sure, and it, it everything looked amazing to me. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> so I'm I I'm just that's um, Paul Ragsdale and his wife Angie that that made that movie, and so I just acted in it. That was all. I just showed up, put on short shorts and a midriff, and <laughs> played my character. But I'm super excited about it. Oh, that's awesome. And I can't wait for that. I, yeah, that's, that's going to be a fun one to watch. That's going to be a fun one to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, it looks I interesting. Have, yeah. I have tons of faith in, in them and everything. I've been really busy in, in whatever time I have not working has been taken up by uh, acting and other people's indie films lately. So. Hey, that's, that's awesome, good man. to hear. I mean, you're including, keeping busy. Yeah. Including murder size. And the art of killing, which looks fantastic. I don't know if that's on your radar yet. Not yet, um, but it is now. I'm making a note of that. There's so a trailer. They just dropped a trailer. Um, I think it was last week. I'm really bad. I have no concept of what even day of the week it is right <laughs> now. But a week or two ago, I think the same week, there was a trailer drop for Murder Size, The Art of okay. Killing, Bathtub Shark Attack. I've seen... <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen the trailer for that one. So I'm in all three of those. I'm not in the trailer for Bathtub Shark Attack, but I am. I did shoot a scene for the movie. No, um, I've seen like art for a Bathtub Shark Attack. Someone has posted either it was either like a fan made poster or maybe the official poster. It's probably the official poster. I'm gonna guess. Possibly. But, but yeah, we're seeing it and laughing. I'm like, okay, that's got to be a fun watch. Yeah, I, I think it will. Unfortunately, like minor spoiler i didn't get to be in a bathtub or interact <laughs> with, with a shark. shark no but um but it was still i'm still maddie the writer director is a fr friend of mine and i'm just glad and it was shot in pittsburgh so i'm glad that i was able to even be a part of it in any way shape or form so i went and shot a quick scene for it that's awesome is that the one that i'm looking at here with the with the uh bob ross inspired the art imagery of, the art of killing is yes the one with the bob ross inspired that's so cool looking Love yes, that. and that's that was rad. Talk like, about selling you on wanting to get the movie and not knowing what the hell you're looking at, but that artwork is fucking cool. 
that art is amazing. And that's by um, Mark Schoenbach, who did the Pool Party Massacre art. Also, oh well, you know what? I can see that now. That yeah, makes sense. It looks he, really good. He also did that that art for uh, Jacob Ennis, the director. So Holy I'm shit, that's awesome. super super excited about that as well. And then other movies like The Barn Two is coming out. There's a movie called Murder Motel that I shot like four years ago. I just heard from the director that it's coming out in October. Okay. Oh, I, wow. forgot all, I forgot even. I mean, there's movies that I shot before COVID that I forgot I was even in. <laughs> oh, and then I, like, people will post on my Facebook, like, I just watched Amityville Hex and saw you. And I was like, am I in Amityville Hex? And then I was like, oh, I am. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm in Amityville Hex? I forgot. So how often? So how often do you have to check your IMDb to remember what movies you were in? I never, <laughs> I never look, but I should. There's definitely th- like that's a r- true story. Like I, somebody brought up the Amityville Hex, and I'm like, I don't, I'm not in that. And they're like, Yeah, you are. Hundred <laughs> percent. This is you. And they took like sent me a picture of their screen. I was like, That's me. I remember that. That's what, oh yeah, okay. I remember that. That's what that was called. I don't even know if it had an, that title when I shot my stuff for it because that was during covid yeah Um, and it was when everything was locked down so people were you were shooting like self-submitting scenes so so i shot all my scenes myself like with my then 14 year old son's help like he helped shoot him shoot the scene and for me wow so i kind of forgot about it now that's out like i bought the dvd from amazon i just haven't had a chance to put it on okay but i also don't like I remember before I worked in film and was an actor, like I would hear interviews with people like Sean Penn, like real, real actors. And they would, they would ask what they, everyone, the interviewer would always ask what they thought of the movie. And they would almost every time say, well, I don't watch my own stuff. And I would call bullshit every time. I'm like, that's <laughs> bullshit. Sean Penn's definitely watching them, watching himself. <laughs> well, and then, you know, here I am like, not even the wish version of Sean Penn, but I have all these like <laughs> stack of DVDs and Blu-rays of things that I'm in that I have been sitting on my desk, some of them for like a year, and I still haven't wow. gotten around to watching them because I don't. It's not a. I don't know what it is. Well, one, I don't like. It's like listening to your own voice on your voicemail or whatever. Like nobody. Yeah. Really oh, I hate my voice on this podcast. Yeah, so it's I sound same, like so. I'm an un- uneducated boob. Yeah, I'm with you. Man. Yeah, so then you get to hear it's not only hearing your own voice, but you're seeing yourself, and you know, oh, geez, as yeah. an artist, like you're so critical of yourself that, and so, and it's just lower priority. Like I don't want to watch. Like I have so many other movies I want to watch. Yeah, and other friends' projects that I want to watch and support. That something that I'm in, it feels like it's my project, so it just gets pushed down and down and down and down the stack. That I'm like, I don't need to watch this thing for me i'd rather watch these movies to support these people or so that i can you know be part of the conversation or whatever it is so yeah i literally have a stack of movies that i'm in that i haven't watched and some of them are well (laughs) Well, over a year ago i I remember the story like many years ago when like tom cruise was still married to katie holmes for their first year wedding anniversary he bought her the tom cruise movie box set as her gift <laughs> for oh their wedding God. anniversary. That's, it was like a 10 movie box set of his movies. That's rad. <laughs> so, you know, if you don't watch your own stuff, make make your significant other watch it for you. Man, I mean, if they were still married, I would think that maybe that was like the secret to their success, but they're not. So no, I won't get my feet 
my future wife. I will not get her the Tom Cruise box set for our first anniversary. <laughs> no, I think my minority report was in there. That's why. Yeah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> Some would say it was a risky business. <laughs> uh, I see what you thank did you there. thank you there, i use it all to, right now Go, please continue uh, you know <laughs> that, that that joke was top gun all right oh. so speaking of movies that we've watched and that we you know enjoy watching let's talk about movies that we probably don't enjoy watching with our brackets <laughs> and we are doing the no. hammer side of brackets the hammer hammer films hammer so, films these are all movies where people get killed by a hand with a hammer right that's what we're doing Clearly, yes. And directed by MC Hammer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And or. And or. MC Hammer. Mick Hammer. And everyone was hammered while they were filming it. That's why oh. it explains the quality. Oh, yeah. And comedian uh, Gallinger is doing audio. Yes. <laughs> I wish. It might have might have been better. <laughs> but if you're asking yourself why Hammer, it's because last year I was bombarded with people suggesting that we do Hammer this year. And... It's hammer, and you're and just, you're just it's a, hammer time. Yeah, you give the, you give the people what they want. We we give them what they want. We we suffer through it, uh, and most of these people who probably love Hammer probably have only seen one or two movies of that. Bought the T-shirt from Fright Rags and are like, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Hammer. Yeah. Until they watch a second movie. Yeah, or maybe, <laughs> maybe they like the T-shirt. Yeah. So. How we do it is that we put two movies up against each other. It's a two-vote system to where whatever movie gets two votes out of three moves on to the next round. And we're doing all this until we crown our Hammer champion, which will go on to fight whatever other champion there is in a future episode. So that's how we do it. So tonight we're, we're going all the way to the Hammer champion? We're going all the way to the Hammer champian. Oh, baby. Yeah, yeah hey, we are. It's time to get hammered. We're going to hammer so, it in there. Maybe. Yes. So first up, we have the Phantom of the Opera from 1962 versus the Curse of Frankenstein from 1957. So, Drew, since you're our, our guest, you can go first. Well. Who, who's your pick? I am going to go with Curse of Frankenstein from 1957. Okay. Chris? You know, um, I'm inclined to agree. Uh, Frankenstein's monster in any iteration has always been uh, a soft spot for me. Uh, I'm just a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm pieced together <laughs> by my love for uh, all things Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. So we're gonna go with that for sure. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna sweep it because I love Curse of Frankenstein. Peter Cushing as Doctor Frankenstein mm-hmm. is he, he he is he's not Star Wars guy. He's Either Van Helsing or he's Doctor Frankenstein. So yeah, mm-hmm. and is it is it Christopher Lee as? Uh, yes, it I, is. We're going, we're going to notice a pattern here. Christopher monster. Lee is in Dracula too. Yeah, well, he's yeah. not. Yeah. Well, he's in, yeah, he's in a <laughs> lot of. We're going to notice a bit of a pattern here. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, a Christopher Lee Frankenstein's monster, if you will, is just I don't know. But I got a soft spot for Frankenstein as well. So yeah, I mean it's. It's, Go with what you got, man. It's, you it's, know, it's a good movie. It's definitely a good movie. You got seven dudes you hang out with that make you make films with. You're going to put them in all your films, right? Yeah. yeah. That's how you do there it. You all right. So then next up, next round, we got Stop Me Before My Before I Kill from 1960 versus The Brides of Dracula, also 1960. <laughs> 
So Drew, you're up first. <laughs> well, definitely, there's no question here. It's Brides of Dracula. Brides of Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Brides of Dracula. Hey man, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, go ahead and pull the broom out, man, because there's just no way. That movie is just look. My I found out in my like late teens, early twenties that my mom named me after Christopher Lee. And I think there's a reason why she told me later. So I didn't go looking up his past works to see like what all Christopher Lee was in. So I didn't see a lot of sixties boobs and bush and stuff until like <laughs> later in life. And curse and the curse of Dracula was one of those movies. I was hey. like, Whoa, these women are in their seventies now. This is weird, you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, it, <laughs> it's things happen in Hammer. They they, they, they evolved. They definitely evolved because and like Curse of Frankenstein, there wasn't nudity at all. It was That's true. very tame, very tame. But when, when did it Dracula, come out in the sixties, right? Sixty-six or sixty-two? No, sixty. It was 60? Curse of Frank Curse of Frankenstein was fifty-seven. Brides okay. was sixty. So in three years, they went from no nudity to you know, let's get everybody out here. It is free love. Everywhere. Yeah, sex sells, Aaron. In three years, that's right. In the sixties, they they rebranded. That's that's kind of what happened. That's so, smart. Yep. This is business. Right. Hey, next up, we got creatures the world forgot for nineteen seventy versus 1959's The Mummy. Now, this is the Hammer Mummy, not the Boris Karloff Mummy. <laughs> yes. Don't Big get the difference. Two, don't get the two confused. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, don't don't get it confused with the good one versus the hammer one. So one looks like an old mummy from back then, and then the, there's one that looks like a Yeti stuffed in toilet paper. So <laughs> I mean I take I sometimes look like a Yeti stuffed in toilet paper. Well, it's just another day that ends in Y, sir. Yeah. Um yeah, this is a tough one. These I I, uh, I haven't seen either of these in a little while, but um, Creatures of the World Forgot, if I remember correctly, is more like scantily clad babes. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's I, I'm going to go with that. Like my teenage Drew, when he watched this movie, um, definitely enjoyed it more than, than The Mummy. I, I will agree with you on that. My vote is for Creatures of the World Forgot. Chris. <laughs> hey, man. Boobs, man. Push them through. Come on. Hey. It, this is not a horror out. film bracket. This is a this is a vintage boob bracket. Come on. <laughs> it's called Retro Boobism. You know, is that just, a bracket? Vintage boob bracket? I, you know, we could do that next uh, year. <laughs> yeah. The boobie bracket. That next yeah, year. Exactly. Booby madness. <laughs> Instead of reefer madness, the best madness. of the best of the breasts brought to you by FRN. Yeah, <laughs> so, you wanted hey. the breast, now you got the breast. Yeah, come on. All right, so next up, we got The Devil Rides Out from 1968 versus The Satanic Rites of Dracula in 1973. Oof, I, you know what? I made a mistake, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, though. <laughs> I think I was mistaking that for uh, Curse uh, or Brides of Dracula with The Satanic Rites of Dracula. There was a lot of boobs in, in Satanic Rites of Dracula. 
there like, was some bondage moves. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was what was seventy three. This is when you started to see all those. Um, was it seventies when you saw all the comic books with the bondage covers? Yes. Like so that's uh, the Wonder 70s. Woman and stuff like that. Yeah, I was running the seventies. Yeah. This. Hey man, look, listen. Uh, what, what? God, when was my dad born? In the sixties? Sixty five? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what my dad was born, Aaron. Jesus, I don't, I don't know. I thought we were friends, man. Okay, no. Um, I don't know. I like, my my whole point is, I'm wondering how many of our grandparents mm-hmm. were, were closet freak nasty. You know what I mean? Like, we're like in we're like in satanic cults and did that. Yeah, I mean, as much boobs and bush as you see in these movies, like you know, you know, I'm just saying, like you know, where they put in like. You know, uh, I don't know, whatever. Sticking okay, this and that. I, hey, yeah. Anyway, okay. So, I'm Chris, saying. Hey, Chris, you can go first. Dad, what, what's your vote, Chris? <laughs> it's definitely Satanic Rise of Dracula. Okay. <laughs> okay. These, are These are two different movies, right? They are very two very different movies. <laughs> <laughs> very two very um, different movies. <laughs> I mean, actually, the Satanic Rise of Dracula is the one I remember the best. <laughs> Um, the devil's right. The devil rides out is also it's. I mean, it's like satanic cult. Yes. Um, I think just well for like sadistic reasons only, I have to go with a satanic rights Dracula. Oh. <laughs> and, and this is this is where I would have like I, again I would vote for Devil Rides Out because satanic rights is like five different movies. Combined, <laughs> yeah. it is a sci-fi. Yeah. It's a sci-fi movie. It is a spy invasion movie. Yeah, you have a cult. It's a cultist movie, uh-huh. and then randomly, Christopher Lee appears as Dracula somewhere throughout for no reason. Almost, a, almost a, a motorcycle biker movie too, man. Yeah, that. I mean, you've got laser guns, Dracula, yes. satanic rituals, espionage, which James is why, Bond, which is why it's the best Hammer film ever made. And exactly. It's, it's funny it's, because when I see people, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, when it's it's funny because when I see people wearing the Satanic Rights of Dracula T-shirts, I've asked them, "Have you seen that movie? Have you legit seen it?" Oh yeah, I saw the trailer. I said, "No." Have you seen that movie? Tell me what <laughs> happens in that movie. And have <laughs> you seen have you seen it in one sitting at straight through? Sober. Have and you seen sober. it sober? <laughs> yeah. Uh, because it's it is definitely a. It's a different movie. It is a very different movie. But, but it like it has such a great title. And if you just pull <laughs> clips from it, yes, it does. It could yeah. be amazing. Like the trailer and like the bits and bobs you can pull out of it. It is true. Amazing. I do see a lot of gifts uh being used yeah. from this movie that pop of up. Of course. So especially think, during especially during Halloween. So for that <laughs> reason. I mean there are lots Although, of movies. I gotta tell you, man. I, I was googling uh, again. I'm a little fuzzy on the Devil Rides Out. I was googling just to kind of refresh my memory, and there's like I forgot about this the 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 goat guy. Yes, he's <laughs> got the stupid smirk on his face. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. Yeah, yeah that, that's kind of why I voted for that one. <laughs> that's kind of why I voted for that one. For goat guy. Like, yeah. The, yeah, he looks like he just farted and he's waiting for everybody to smell it. <laughs> he's like inhale it behind me it was me <laughs> also a good title though the devil rides out 
It is. But no Satanic Bites of Dracula. Satanic okay. Bites. So next up, we've got The Two Faces of Dr. Jekyll from 1960 versus The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb from 1964. Uh, I'll start this one off, and I'll go with The Two Faces of Dr. Jekyll. That is a good movie. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, the acting was well done for me. Uh, Curse of Mummy's Tomb was good, but it just didn't have the the ending that uh, Dr. Jekyll had. So Dr. Jekyll's got my vote. Yeah, it, it has my vote too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember enjoying that one as well. And I No just, shade, yeah. no shade, but like, come on. Yeah. There aren't, I mean... There aren't very many good Dr. Jekyll movies. They're not. No. Very true. Like the bar is set low. Um, but other than the movie Jekyll and Hyde Together Again, this mm -hmm. is the second, which is the best <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde movie ever made. Yes. This is the second best. Oh, I, I, I will agree with you on that. I will, do, I will agree with you on that one. So next up, we've got 1958's Revenge of Frankenstein versus 1961's Curse of the Werewolf. Now, you might remember Curse of the Werewolf's box art because for the it was the, really the only wolf movie that has an albino wolf on the cover. That's kind of its like sticking point is that when you see the box art, it's a white wolf as a wolf man. Yeah. He's not brown. He's not dark color or anything. It, he's... Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, right. Like white, silvery, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Drew, let's start fox. with you on this one. This silver is, fox. This, this is a tough one. <laughs> this one's tough. <laughs> Man, I wish I didn't have to go first. Actually, <laughs> oh. so I could hear some some uh, points that might sway me in either direction because I was on the fence. Um, and I was just talking about how I have a soft spot for Frankenstein. Yes. yes. We started this whole mm -hmm. thing with that. Exactly. Um, Revenge does have Peter Cushing in it as Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. So that's always, you know, he's top notch. Yeah. Well, yes. Like, like top notch, able to save a movie top notch. Um, exactly. I'm going to go with Revenge of Frankenstein. Revenge of Frankenstein. All right, I will. Again, this this is a tough one because yeah, I did yeah. like both of them. Uh, but I'm going to Frankenstein. Chris, do you agree or uh, even go for the word? I'm going to come. I'm okay. So this is going to be odd, flying in the face of what I said earlier because I'm also a Frankenstein guy. Mm -hmm. But those who may or may not know, I've I've worked a lot of my life in the comic book industry, uh -huh. uh, you know, slinging comics and whatnot. And there's been times where there's been a handful of times where I got these collections in the place I worked that were had a lot of famous monsters in them. Yes. And one of the, one of the covers that <laughs> I've liked the most for a long time is the werewolf on the cover of famous monsters from this movie where he's got like this dirt face. <laughs> and it's just because a lot of these famous monsters magazines make for great wall art. They do. Uh, they do, oh, man. Yeah. And this the, this image in particular, uh, it just reminded me of that. I was like, when you said silver, I was like, oh, yeah, because I remember going to that magazines and uh, it refreshed my memory. I've always wanted to have this, but every time this book would come in, it's always in great shape, ergo super expensive. And I was like, nope, I just can't buy it. You know? <laughs> so, 
uh, yeah, I think it was like number 12. Yeah, so like I'm saying, it was an early issue that cost a lot of money. But I remember watching the movie and all of the designs. So I'm actually going to go with The Curse of the Werewolf. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it's, it, it, it's a good movie. But your vote, uh, yes. your vote means nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was giving it a, a gold star for participation. That was a participation trophy. Cast your vote to the trash can. It's dead. <laughs> it is dead. Right. And Chris, to your point, uh, famous monsters didn't do a lot of hammer art when they put the stuff on their covers. It was exactly. mostly Universal, or it was Toho because they had the they had they had uh, open rights to Toho a lot of times too. So and, yeah, get... and when you see that, you, if you saw Hammer stuff, usually it was Christopher Lee's character that was like Dracula or something like that on the cover, or Van Helsing. Or, or it was Van Helsing. Or Van Helsing, yeah. It was Van Helsing, yeah. So if you ever got the, like the famous monsters with a hammer title on there, that's quite rare. That is quite rare. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at the eBay listings for it, man. Everybody wants a hundred plus just for like just for the book. It's crazy. Yeah. So I was just hanging up. It's a highly expensive poster. <laughs> it is definitely <laughs> is. Yeah. All right. So. Next fight, it's going to be Die, Die, My Darling from 1965 versus Dracula, Prince of Darkness, 1966. Uh, well, Chris, you want to start this one off? Uh, you know, I would love to, my friend. Um, the, the golden year, man. Anytime you mention 1966, um, it just it, it just seems like that was the year for a lot of great TV and movies. Yes. Um you know, so honestly, if I remember correctly, yeah, Dracula, Prince of Darkness, that was also Christopher Lee, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, that's got my vote. I mean, it's if, if you're not familiar with the Hammer films and the Christopher Lee work, I also, I was named after Christopher Lee. That's literally my name. So, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a blue chipper for Christopher Lee, I'm going to tell you. But, mm -hmm. yeah, that one's got my vote. All right, Drew, what you well, Wonder what's going to happen. What, what about those two movies with Christopher Lee in it? Then what are you going to do? Um, <laughs> Flip but, a coin. You get uh, a win, and you get a win. I turned it to Oprah. Yeah. But I agree with you. In my mind, uh, "Die, Die, My Darling" is only a misfit song. So, um, <laughs> right, exactly. I will also go with Dracula, Prince of Darkness. I mean, Dracula, Prince of Darkness is the. Uh, it's one of the the best movies that that they've made. Uh, yeah, I'll say that. Cute quintessential mm -hmm. hammer Dracula movie. So it, it pretty much is. I mean, satanic rights, people know that movie because of the name, <laughs> yeah. but Dracula Prince of darkness is the one that's actually the good one. Yes. That's yeah. That's the good one. So yes. yeah, sweet. Satanic, satanic rights is like the room. For <laughs> <Hammer>. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's true. That's that, I don't know if it could be explained better than that, man. You're absolutely right. Pretty much, it, it's Satanic Rites is the Bowfinger of movies. Yeah, it's so, but it's a cool, cool art. It's a cool name. It's a cool T-shirt. It is. It's but come on, it's, it's it's everything but a good movie. Yeah. So hey, word. All right, we're on the final battle of the first uh, step on this bracket system. We have. 1961 Scream of Fear versus 1964's The Gorgon. Mm. So, oh, man. Uh, I'll start this one off. Uh, I will pick The Gorgon. Uh, it was definitely something fun to watch. Uh, fun to uh, 
to kind of refresh up on. I enjoyed it. I definitely yeah. enjoyed it. So that's my pick. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you. And it's right. fun yeah. to say. It is. The Gorgon's fun to say. Yeah. And just think you could, Chris, you could have been named after the Gorgon. Gorgon. Hey, man. Or just the Gorgon, like Prince, like, you know, like Prince or, or you know. Yeah. The artist formerly known as Gorgon. You know what I mean? You, like, I mean, I could become a symbol of like snakes falling on my fake ass head on the floor. <laughs> you could have been Gorgon. Gorgon, yeah, scissor me timbers. <laughs> <laughs> There's your next film. That's your next film, Drew. <laughs> at, at this point, the, who's to say? I mean, was it 1964? I mean, oh, what is yeah. it? 80 years? Uh-huh. 80 years before it goes in the public domain? So maybe not. Yeah. Unless, unless you get it, unless there's like a slip up, like nine, uh, nine living dead. You know what I mean? Because yeah. technically, I, I, I can literally produce my own copies of that with my own cool artwork and just put it out on the shelf right now. That's what everybody else does. I mean, Criterion literally battled. Uh, they're battling Shot Factory with who has the better special features for that movie. There you go. There you go. So you could, you could definitely do that. <laughs> Gorgon. <laughs> She's been resting for so long. Yeah. As long as, you're, back to as long as your goal, <laughs> as long as your goal isn't to make a lot of money, that's a great, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I, I want my artistic integrity to be intact while I'm homeless. Good. <laughs> well, Good. that, well, I'll, I'll pray for you. So, <laughs> going to the next step, we've got... That was, that was round one? That was round one. Oh, baby. That was round one. Oh, so, now baby. we're on to round two. Now I can't even look at my cheat sheet because it's not filled in now. That's because... I, well, I mean, my brackets. It's not a cheat sheet, but the brackets. <laughs> the brackets. Lazy. So lazy. Well, I, I've, I've got it for us. I've been editing it, like, and listing it as we go along. Uh, so, what we have up next is that we have The Curse of Frankenstein versus the brides of dracula oh jesus yes this is where it starts to get hard yeah this is, yeah, like does. It. yeah i'm excited what, Wait, what are you talking about <laughs> yeah you, you don't even know what movies we're talking about yeah <laughs> that's why you're excited you're, you're still thinking I have about a confusion boner you're still thinking about scissor me gorgons <laughs> yeah, well now i am too <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Scissory Gorgons. Scissory Gorgons <laughs> for the win. For the win, Alex. Oh, I would I'll be I, I'll be internally indebted to you if you've worked that into the the dialogue in one of your movies. Scissory Gorgons. <laughs> oh my God, Scissory Gorgons. <laughs> I, I just might work it into my regular dialogue. There you go, man. <laughs> what happens um so wait wait what are the where are we <laughs> curse of frankenstein and brides of dracula yeah curse of frankenstein versus brides of dracula Shoot. oh god i mean this is a tough one yeah it really is i'm gonna go with brides of dracula okay i'm gonna go curse of frankenstein curse of frankenstein the Curse of Frankenstein. Yeah. Curse of Frankenstein. Yeah. Curse of Frankenstein. Oh my god, it's your Curse of Frankenstein. All right, Chris, uh, you're god the tiebreaker. I break the ties. Um, you know what, man? Curse of Frankenstein. Yeah, it's a better movie. I think you're right. Yeah. I, I'm just went off which one gives me better dreams. 
the wet one. I went by which one I'd rather scissor, and I'm going with Frankenstein. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> be careful. Be careful with that one. It's a little spooky gooch on gooch display, man. Like, don't don't judge me. Don't kink shame me. Too late. Well, the listeners Too late? Are. Okay. <laughs> the listeners will be. Consider yourself judged. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up, we've got Creatures the World Forgot versus the Satanic Rites of Dracula. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Blue chipper. Blue chipper. Oh, I'll start this one off. Uh, I'm going to go with Satanic Rites just because. Because you know it's going to win. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. It's not, even, it's not even an ironic thing. Anyone who knows these films knows that there's a built-in irony to it. But if you actually sit down and watch it, it's actually fun to watch because it's so yeah. ridiculous. I don't mean you know it's going to win this entire thing. I just mean you know it's going to win this This battle, battle yes. Well, right here. I mean, it comes down, would you rather scissor Dracula or the creatures of the world for God? Either oh. way, you're getting scurvy. I mean, yeah. there's, there's no getting around yeah. that. You're going to die. <laughs> um, but it's definitely Satanic oh, Rites. Yeah. That's two for Satanic Rites, Chris. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I said, blue chipper. Yeah, It's not a blue chipper. <laughs> it's it's a blue maybe, chipper. A, maybe a blue dipper, but not a... Yeah. <laughs> blue scissors. Blue scissors? Scissor me dipper. I don't know. Scissor, scissor with the fangs? <laughs> oh, God. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> All right. So now we got the two faces of Dr. Jekyll versus the Revenge of Frankenstein. Chris, Ooh. you're up first. What's your pick? Why? Why do you do that shit? Okay. Um... I'm taking turns. When I, when I remember. You know, man, I, uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, we said it was Curse of Frank, no, no. Revenge of Frankenstein, Frankenstein versus Two Faces Dr. Jekyll. Yes. Uh, I'm sticking with Frankenstein, man. Yeah. Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. Drew? Uh, two Faces of Dr. Jekyll. Ooh. Uh, ooh. Who's hard to breaking, Aaron? Oh, tiebreaker on Aaron. Yeah, or maybe that shoe don't fit too well. Now, does it? So. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh man, I'm gonna go with Jekyll. I'm gonna go with Jekyll because yeah. it's a good movie. It, it is, is a good, good movie. movie, but I quit. That's fine. <laughs> but we, but we, but we still, we still have a Frankenstein in the fight, though. There's still one in the fight. Yeah, yeah. We still have the curse of Frankenstein. We still have the curse. So I mean, he's my favorite. Yeah. It, it could still be your favorite. It's you know not completely going anywhere. It didn't ruin your childhood. So no. now we have the, this final part of round two: Dracula, <laughs> Prince of Darkness versus the Gorgon. <laughs> so, um, Drew. So Drew, who do you want to scissor? <laughs> I'm so into this new like scissor me gorgon thing we got going on. I, also feel like, I feel like if I pick the gorgon, the listeners are going to think that I'm just fucking with them. Um, we've had that happen to the past too. We, we, we've had smite votes. We've too. had some salty. Yeah. Uh, we've had some salty sailors on this one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and and and, and there's no rules. Nope. Um, nope. But it's Dracula. Prince of Dr- oh, Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Yeah. All right, Chris, what's your vote? <laughs> are you gonna go? To, are you gonna go Gorgons? Because the way you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> my mind is telling me no, but my body is telling me yes. No. Um, <laughs> just because we've had our fun, we'll scissor later. I'm going with Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Okay. Yeah. 
that buy me it, dinner first, okay? Jesus I, Christ. I, I was gonna sweep it because I have this fear now <laughs> that it's gonna come down to Dracula Prince of Darkness versus Satanic Rites of Dracula as the final. Oh, and <laughs> it's oh uh, oh no. <laughs> so that's round two. All right. Oh man, we're the final four. We're in the final four. Oh geez. We're in the final four. So now we have uh, Curse of Frankenstein versus the Satanic Rites of Dracula. Oh, God. It, gets it gets tough right here. It, it starts it to does. get tough. It starts to get tough. I'm going to say Curse of Frankenstein for my, for mine. I'm going to vote Curse. Aaron. Yes. It is not necessary to pretend that there is any air of legitimacy to this bracket whatsoever. You don't have to have any integrity when it comes to this bracket. I, you know, I, I'm I'm voting with the heart that I got from a hobo, from a back alley doctor. Ah, Curse of okay. Frankenstein. Okay. Okay. All right. You see, <laughs> when the occasion arises that I actually sit down, I put my robe and my slippers on, and I sit down to watch a Hammer movie in front of the fireplace. <laughs> I want to watch. A movie like Satanic. Yeah. <laughs> what I sit down to watch. Out of all the movies I could pick in the universe or on these shelves behind me that the listener can't see. Um, that's a lot of movies, too. Oh, man. I just, I, I, that's what, I, if I'm going to make it a hammer night, if I'm going to hammer one out. You're going, yeah, you are. <laughs> Go on. Aaron, I hate to say it, Aaron, but that's that's where we're going. Satanic rights. Yeah. And by all rights, you're going, that's your second step to the plate. I'm scissoring the Gorgon, man. I mean, yeah. you're, you know, longevity is the key. It means that Frankenstein is now gone. Right, well, Chris, who did you vote for? Who did you vote for, Chris? Well, I just assumed I already knew where <laughs> I've got hope. I've got hope. I've got some hope. Chris, who are you voting for? After his speech that he gave you? <laughs> I hear those all the time. God damn it. I get lectured all the time by random people. And the beauty my of all of this is that I can go back and watch any of these films when I want, yes. however I want, and whatever degree of dress I'm wearing at the time, be it a robe or whatever, but I'm I, I'm sorry, man, but Satanic Rise is going through, bro. Oh, god damn it! All right, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> More people need to see this movie. No, they Here. don't. Yeah, yes, they, they don't. do. The satanic Room of Dracula. <laughs> the Room. Uh, <laughs> it's Double O Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> With lasers and motorcycles. Oh, damn it! It has it, it, dude. What what audience does it not appeal to? Sober Cine people. Cinephiles. <laughs> <laughs> the Academy. <laughs> Tom uh, Cruise. Okay. I don't know. Tom Cruise <laughs> might, own, might own the rights to it right now. That's All true. right. So, final battle in this round is Two Faces of Dr. Jekyll versus Dracula Prince of Darkness. This this is where it starts to get. Well, I don't know. I think somebody. I think somebody wants to see fanging and banging. Uh, that's why he's laughing. So, 
Yeah. I'm going to say Jekyll anyways, but go ahead, Chris. What are you voting for? <laughs> I'm laughing so hard that my collector's case of Ninja Turtle stuff is shaking. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Wow. The, the, I, there's a really stupid Dracula film, and there's a really great Dracula film. Uh, Dracula, Prince of Darkness, buddy. Drew? <laughs> darkness. Okay. The two faces of Dracula, Prince of Darkness. Two faces of Dracula? Dracula? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, all right. Red or final? I'm just saying. Red, red to final. I'm we just... have Dracula, Prince of Darkness versus somehow Satanic Rides bumbled itself to the final two. Like, mm, like a... it's like a Walmart worker winning the Olympics. It has made it to the final round. God damn it. Somehow oh. this movie has beaten Mike Tyson in Punch Out. It and blasted its it is way there. to the top on a with lasers from a motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> Listen, and a cult man. following. <laughs> Literally, a cult following. Yeah. People and who are listening to this and have no idea what we're talking about are going to be driven to find this movie and find and they're going to go to their, their, their fire sticks or whatever. They're going to find it. Yeah. And they're going to thank me. No, they're and not. By sending me <laughs> money to my cash app or my Zelle. Ah, no, I'm kidding about that. No, thank you. <laughs> Man, so, I saved a bunch of money. I don't have to buy the box set now. <laughs> so we have Christopher Lee and Satanic Rites of Dracula versus Christopher Lee and Dracula Prince of Darkness. We got, not only did we get to a Christopher Lee versus Christopher Lee. Being oh, voted on by Christopher Lee. We also Lee. got to Dracula versus Dracula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got to the very battle that you, Aaron, Prayed and hoped to God we wouldn't land with. Land on. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> There's a small amount of joy in that, though. What a night! What a <laughs> night! Who could have uh, predicted this? It's it's fight night on this episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, legitimately though, you can make a case for Peter Cushing uh, as the face of Hammer Films, but we all know it's Christopher Lee. There's no two ways about that. Right? Hey, hey, you said two ways yourself. And well, there's Dracula. <laughs> also, honorable mention, Christopher Lee made a death metal album. Okay, so let's just let's not bury the lead here. You okay? know what? You're making points for both movies. That's not helping. I know. That's why I'm. <laughs> that's why I'm doing it to stress you out even more. <laughs> he was Saruman. God damn it. He, he was Count Dookie. Count Dookie in the Star Trek films. He had a fencing I bet saber. that made I bet that made some people mad. Sorry. Go ahead. He had a fencing saber. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna get so many things. He was reviews. Count Scissors in the Two Faces of the Demigorgon. He was? I don't know. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just I know. With Aaron. You're, just, great. you're just delaying the inevitable. So Aaron, where's your vote go, sir? No. Dracula. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Going to Dracula, and the winner is Dracula. I, I'm okay. You know what? I'm going to vote for the good Dracula movie, Dracula: Prince of Darkness. I'm voting for that one. Whoa. Satanic rights should be a good runner-up at best. Oof. So I'm voting for Dracula: Prince of Darkness. 
and, and, you know, customarily, I think we usually give the guests the last vote. Yeah, we usually <laughs> so I'm gonna do. Be a, I'm going to be a little greedy this time. I want the last vote. Drew, tell me. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Who are you running with? <laughs> I'm going to give my speech again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you can only pick one Hammer film <sighs> to show someone, <laughs> and you want them to walk away... Uh, knowing what a hammer film is what it could be what it could be what it should be <laughs> i feel like there's one movie that you're gonna pick every single time <sighs> it's the epitome uh there's a reason why there's so many kids wearing the fright rags shirt it's not an accident well they it's were not, it's not hot topic it's not they to might be cool. have been well but still <laughs> There's something, there's something there, whether it be magical, subliminal, I don't know. Whether it's Christopher Lee mystifying them with his eyes, I don't know. But I feel like if you're going to sit down and put on one Hammer film, the Hammer film of all Hammer films, it's Satanic Rites of Dracula. That's what you're putting on. Uh, I, I understand it's the lesser of two films. I'm not it's a lesser saying, of 20 films. I'm not saying it isn't that. But I'm saying that it's one film oh, that you're going to pick to represent all the other films. Because it's got a piece of every other film on this bracket in there. Pretty much. I'm just going to move That's the winner of Dra- Satanic Rites over. <laughs> Chris, I do I even need to ask? Uh, I guess my only point I want to make before we just completely drive the stake through your heart, Aaron, is simply this. Uh, my cold, beating heart. Yeah. You know, we, we there's so many actors out there who've created such, who've done such amazing work in so many great films that will always stand the test of time and will go on that actor's resume as the shining moments of their career. Okay. Please don't but, say the shining when describing this movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> That was a good movie. The other is Satanic Rites of Dracula. You have to give the devil its due here, okay? I did. I paid 25 bucks for this set. (laughs) Look, dude, okay. As a a society, one thing you have to admit is that we are obsessed with the downfall of the famous and the the well-to-do, okay? You have to admit that. If you go on, if you went on YouTube right now and it was like, the dark secret past of, you know, Robin Williams or whatever. Well, that's a little too depressing. The dark, the dark, fucked up past of Weird Al Yankovic. You're going to watch it. What? What are you where talking are you about? I don't know where you're going with this. You have to know. You have to appreciate where you've been to know where you're going. We have to start at the bottom to get to the top. <laughs> oh. <Okay? laughs> that's the point. Like Lil Wayne said. Yes. <laughs> We're bringing Little Wayne into Satanic Rites of Dracula. When Little Wayne had his guest appearance in the Gorgon film, he said in 1964, "I don't know if Little Wayne lick, 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 lick it like a lollipop." Okay. What? <laughs> Is this how you enjoyed this movie? <laughs> I just—I know you're squirming, and it brings me it brings me joy. It's clearly 
Dracula, Prince of... Or no, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I that is myself. it, folks. The satanic oh. rights of Dracula win. No, no. We're going to have to go to the judges. Uh, <laughs> That's it. You heard while Chris the, first. While the, judges, while the judges are reviewing that answer, uh, we'll take a minute to thank our sponsor, Fright Rags. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right the Dracula shirt. <laughs> and Scissor Me Timbers Lube. Uh, no, Scissor Me Gorgon's Lube. <laughs> God damn it. You um, know what I was going to vote on. I, I, I don't know now. You said that. The Satanic Rites of Dracula is the superior shitty Hammer film. It was a Freudian slip there, though. <laughs> that was a Freudian, Freudian slip. slip. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> oh. oh no. You know wow. what my heart is. You know where my heart lies on this, Aaron. I know where yours does not, but you know where mine does. Yeah. So there you hear it, folks. You heard it. It <laughs> yeah. is the Satanic Rites of Dracula is yeah. the Hammer yeah. Champion. Yeah. The yeah, last, please. the last episode of this podcast ever, <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh, oh wow. man, the dark side of our <laughs> podcast. The dark side of the bling. Oh my god! Clearly, oh geez. But yes. So yes, clearly. <laughs> oh man, so many people are gonna. Really enjoy that brackets. They yes. are. Yes, I think no, they're going to well, appreciate it I because think I, I have seen some of the answers, and they're going to be very, either very laughable when they hear the episode, but then very <laughs> upset when they look at their own picks. So <laughs> uh, it'll be fun, as it always is. So. Again, Drew, we just want to thank you for coming on and and, and surviving yes, this you. with us. Uh, <laughs> please, uh, you know, where, where where can people find you on social media? Uh, what projects you got coming out that you can wow. talk about? I don't know uh, if I want to tell where people can find me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about social media. I mean, they, I they can stalk your house. Know. That's on their own time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I'm on uh, Instagram. And Facebook, just my name, Drew Marvick. Uh, come find me. Or even I actually just launched my new website, drewmarvick.com. It just launched like two days ago um, where I'm going to start selling uh, my merch and random crap. All the stupid ideas that I've ever written in a notebook, I'm just going to start making all of them and putting them on this website. And hopefully people like them. So the first one we actually just... Uh, we just I just made and and launched. There's a sleepaway camp, uh, camp Airwack coffee mug. I saw that limited edition coffee mug that are they're like modeled after the if you drink coffee the Starbucks like city the been there series. If you go into any Starbucks, there's like a mug for the city yeah. that it's in, and people billion people around the world collect them. Yeah, so I decided to make a horror series of those. So there's twelve of them in the series. We're gonna, we're gonna release one every month, but um. So there are cities or locations from horror movies. So the first okay. one is Camp Airwack. And then next months that we haven't revealed yet um, is Woodsboro from the spring. Oh, nice. So, and then for Ooh. Christmas, spoiler at Christmas, we're, uh, uh, we're going to do Nakatomi Plaza. Okay. Okay. And then. So wait, wait. Do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? Then. Um, I I do. I don't consider it a horror movie, even though every other mug is. 
Um, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a horror movie, but uh, but it's definitely a Christmas. Movie. I mean, it's both. It's but I mean, it takes place at Christmas. It's okay, and it's a fun and it's just a fun debate at Christmas. So I thought that'd be a great one to do. But we're also doing a horror movie mug to offset. I won't tell you which one that is yet. Um, the die the die hard the Nakatomi one is just for fun, just because it's such a fun debate. I figured I had to do it, but plus. I'm hoping it'll appeal to a broader audience. Okay. Like I feel like my dad would buy the Nakatomi Plaza one. Okay, Drew, I have to ask you. You said your your website is what three days old, two days old? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your 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 Blaine figures already sold out at two hundred. Yeah. Where are the rest of them? That's it. They're gone. All two thousand of them. Just kidding. You sold two thousand? Oh my <laughs> no, god! I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. man, I'm about to say, holy crap, that's awesome. Yeah. No, that would be amazing. No, there's only one of them, and it never oh. even. Goes, and I never even sold it. It's on the shelf over there. It started as sold out. Um, oh okay. <laughs> make more. Make more. Get a three D printer. Put, make more. I just put it up there to be funny, um, so that people would ask me about it, and it worked. Yeah. Um, really? It's a, a one off <laughs> that somebody made me. Somebody sculpted that head and it's actually like a michael myers figure yeah mm-hmm. and they removed the head sculpted my head put it on and gave it to me as a gift that's, that's cool. fantastic which, it's cool which is why it. which is why i'm not going to really sell it uh it, we had the intention of then 3d printing more of the heads now that i had the sculpt mm-hmm. that that person would they talked about it and then but then we would still have to just buy a bunch of NECA halloween figures and so it just never happened. I didn't want to buy a bunch of Halloween figures and just pull the heads off and put mine on and sell them necessarily, like for fun. To have it on display was cool, but you okay. know, I can tell you, there's a. Uh, from what I understand, you're not a wrestling fan, so but this is only partially tied to wrestling. But like, there's a company called Figures Toy Company that makes uh, action figures for like independent wrestlers and stuff. Okay. And what they do is they use the molds for like old uh, action figures from other companies that used to make wrestling toys way back in the day. So, you know, if you look in the figures toy company, yeah, you can just throw your head on one of those and put the little jumpsuit on, you're good to go, man. Or if they have the mold for the Daniel Bryan wrestling figure. True. And apparently I can just use that because depending on where the convention is or where I'm at in the world, People think I'm Daniel Bryan all the time. Especially in the Northeast. Yeah, you, you would kill it up there, man. I didn't even know who he was until a lady at Target would not believe me that I wasn't him. And was <laughs> an autograph. And I kept saying I'm not him. And she's like, I won't tell anyone else you're here. Like, nah, I'm like, I'm I don't even know who he is. I swear to God. Like, I, I'm Googling him on my phone right now, but there's no reception. And she's like, you're so funny. Like, please, will you just, my daughter's in love with you, whatever. And then she came back. In I'm still in the store, like, trying to shop. She came back with a figure from Target. Like, went <laughs> and, uh, found a Daniel Bryan figure and was like, will you sign this? And That's I was awesome. like, oh, my God. That does kind of look like me. But <laughs> But that's not me. I swear to God. And then I like had to like Google myself on my phone. I'm like, this is me. Like, see, I'm not that. I mean, that's cool. He's way cooler than me. But that's not me. So. I, I would have been real tempted to have been like, listen, lady, I'm not this wrestler. Or no, you went and tell her, I am this wrestler. And I just killed three people. If you don't yeah. leave me alone, I'll make it four. You know what wow. I mean? Just literally. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt bad. She was like 70 years old. Like, I felt really bad. Wow. But she finally believed me at the end, I think, when I was like Googling myself and like showing her pictures and stuff like that. Oh, wow. But um, 
but it was it was funny and now it's ha- and then i had to call like i've asked my friends that are into wrestling and like my buddy tom devil and the effects artist mm-hmm. uh, i mentioned to him because he's a huge wrestling fan he just like he's like oh you do look a lot like him but you're like four inches taller than him yeah and, you are. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he was like so no real wrestling fan would know he's like five seven or something like that and blah blah, blah. And he went on this tangent i'm like well i don't even know who he is but i googled him and he has a beard and he has longish hair at one point yes. in time so i can see it but yeah there's people think like i've had people freak out when i walk on a convention floor and also then, then i learned like his like his i guess it'd be his catchphrase or whatever was just the word yes yes mm-hmm. that's correct and yeah so like, people would just yell yes at me <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes like outside of like convention centers and stuff and i would just be like Yes, I don't know. Like, what's going on? Like, what the, they... with the fingers in the air? Yes, yeah, yes. And I wouldn't know. I so that it happened numerous times, and I had no clue what was going on. I was like, wow. man, what are these people so excited about? And then once I learned that, I was like, oh my god! Every time that happened at an airport or in a hotel, <laughs> it was at me, and they thought I was this person. That sucks for that person because they left going. Daniel Bryan's a dick. Like I was yelling, oh, yes, yes, and he just like was confused and like went in a weird side door and disappeared. So I feel bad. He's just for walking him. around thinking that everybody is giving him this, this affirmation power that everything is just great. Like, yeah, the life is clicking. Everything's working. Like, yes, yes. Or that it just wasn't at me. I'm like, why are they? Who are they yelling that to? Like, what is going on? <laughs> it turns into so number twenty three. Yeah, really he goes. He sees yeah. the word yes. Everybody's saying yes. Like the fuck is up with yes <laughs> uh well i i think i have an idea for a new t-shirt design now for drew i'm gonna put like his oh. head on like a giant action figure of daniel bryan body and oh, that's <laughs> instead of putting <laughs> yes though put you know has daniel bryan shirt says the old one says yes cross it just put, put maybe maybe maybe, maybe. yeah maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and you said it <laughs> that's you're welcome amazing. you're welcome it works that's pretty amazing so I'll, I'll work on that because I did the other one for you. And uh, I tried ordering it last oh week off of Atomic Cotton, and the link is either broken or they're out. So oh. I'll have to ask them. I know they printed a certain amount. They did still have some last time I saw them at a show. But, um, oh, yeah, I'll have to ask them. Yes. And if you make another action figure, if you decide to get into action figures, do this hot dog weenie costume one. It's perfect. Well, I... I yeah, I the and it's funny that hot, the hot dog thing has nothing to do with anything. Like it's perfect though. I was on a, I was on a photo shoot for this company called Lively Ghosts. They're it's a really really cool like uh, clothing and accessories company that my friend Lindsay owns. But it's all like really fashionable, like witchy, like witchy goth kind of clothes and hats yeah. and accessories and pumpkin bag like all of it's really cool like really fashionable but it's not really me necessarily like i just wear shorts and a t-shirt everywhere but um i've done some modeling for them for their website and so we were in the desert like heard like t-shirt line and stuff and so we were on a shoot where i was she wanted like an old dude for some reason so I was I was there with with the other models and we were shooting and the photographer had we were changing like at the back of his SUV 
into the different looks. And I'm like, what is, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's a hot dog costume from a different shoot I did. It's just still in the car. I'm like, oh my God, give me that. And I put it oh, on. Yeah, I, just yeah. to be, I, was like, I was down to my underwear because I was changing. So I just put the hot dog suit on. <laughs> and, I, and we're in the middle of rural Nevada. And there's like this deserted road. And I ran. I'm like, come here, hurry, 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 real quick. And I run out to the road and I just lay down and do the pose that I always do. And he runs out in the middle of the road and snaps a pic, like two pictures. And then I run cool, back, snap another picture on the way back in front of a school bus. And then I throw the hot dog suit back in his car, put on whatever I was changing into. We continue our shoot, whatever. I don't think much of it. And then he sends me that image a week later, like, hey, I forgot. Here's that in case you wanted it. <laughs> oh, this, this picture is amazing i show it to my girlfriend she's like you have to print those and like have them on your table to sign i'm like well they're, oh, not, yeah, from, dude. they're not from a movie she's like i don't care like that picture is amazing yeah <laughs> it doesn't even matter dude and like she's like and she's in the convention business and she knows <laughs> way more than i do so she's like just trust oh, me and i'm like okay so i print some and i bring them to a convention and I'd sell out. Like that's the only picture anyone wanted. <laughs> people, that know, people that didn't know who I was or had never seen Pool Party Massacre were like, "Oh my god, can I buy? Will you sign this hot dog picture for me?" Oh, man. Like, oh. You know, and they're like, a bunch of people were hanging him in their bathroom. Like that became it was like <laughs> everyone was like, "I'm gonna frame this and hang it in my bathroom." So I just started writing. <laughs> Are you looking at my wiener? And I would sign it. And like, oh my god, I'm gonna hang this in my bathroom. Oh, I, dude, I would die if I sat in someone's restroom and take a shit. Not that you should be doing that in people's houses, but like if you sit down, and that's looking you in the face. I hope that happens because there's a bunch of them out there, and there's gonna be a bunch more because I have to print more because I'm out. But and now it's become a thing. So now it's the cover image on my website. I've got stickers made. Like it's become this whole thing. Me and this hot dog. So I wrote it in like it's I wrote it into Pool Party Massacre too, just because I'm like, I have to like justify it in some weird way in my brain. <laughs> I'm like, how do I write myself into the hot dog suit in this oh, movie that where oh I play a killer in a blue jumpsuit killing like oh my god, it's turned into this whole thing. But that would be a great <laughs> that would be a great action figure. I've got requests to make like life-size cardboard standees of it. I've oh got, my god, like, dude! Yeah. Shirts with it, like it's oh, this is just easy shirt. money, dude. Easy definitely money. Yeah, yeah, it's become a thing. But yeah, definitely, like I've gotten requests for a shirt with it on it that just says, "Are you looking at my wiener?" And then me, <laughs> like, I'm like that. So that might be a, a shirt coming to my website soon. Yeah, it's, yeah, fun, it's, it's fun in like the a, bun, Drew Marvick. No, no, no. It has the picture of the hot dog. He goes. And it says, I met Drew Marvick, and all I got was a hot dog and a handshake. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should do like a, I should do a contest. <laughs> submit, submit their ideas. But yeah, it's funny. It's, so it's become this whole, it took on a life of its own, this, this hot dog. Uh, but, uh, have you ever yeah. met a cleaner wiener? <laughs> but I am definitely doing action, like, Action figures is something I did. Like I did an action figure when the movie when Pool Party was released. Like it was early. Mm -hmm. on, I mean, that was 2017. That was one of the things that got the between the cover art and the action figure. Because I was, I'm sure I wasn't. Obviously, I wasn't the first movie to have an action figure. Um, but in the indie horror world, it, it, I was definitely one of them. Yes, um, you were. 
And so I got a lot of press for that. And then the action figure was fun. It was uh, headless party victim, or, you know, <laughs> part, headless party goer. Yes. And so it was oh, just that's a, awesome. With a woman in a bikini with no head. Like there was no, and it said head sold separately. And so just like a headless, <laughs> headless body. And so just that, that got us some traction. And I didn't know people would buy, like I had 30 of them made, like they're a hand, death by toys made them. He's mm-hmm. rad. And so, whether a lot of work goes into them and they're not cheap to have him no. hand make figures. But I was like, I don't know, I'll do like 30. I don't think anyone will buy them. And they sold out in like one minute on my oh, website. But then he did another batch for me and those sold out in like one minute. And so I haven't done it. We, we haven't even done the head. Like we were supposed to actually do the head. Like that was <laughs> going to be a thing, but he got busy. I got busy. COVID happened. But the action figure thing is there is supposed to be one for the second movie for sure of the killer. Okay. I, was, I was looking. I googled it to look at it. I never seen it before, and all the bikinis are different. Yeah, that's so. The, yeah, there's like a lot of work that went into that. Yeah, and then, so. dude, NECA made a fucking slumber party massacre toy. Yeah, they did. Yeah. You know Holy that? Shit, no. They made two of them. They made one from the killer from the first movie. Then they made one of the victims uh, when they re-released it through a uh, shop factory. Wow, crazy. That's awesome. I'll tell you, man, look, if you ever decide you want to do, like, trading cards, I worked for Marvel doing the trading cards, like the sketch cards. Oh, really? Help me help you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to contribute in some small way. Dude, that would be amazing. Dude, if you do, like, what, they, what they would be is they'd be chase cards. Like, you would do, like, you know, take take images, screen caps, and, and do, like, old school, like, the brown back trading cards and put them in the yeah. wax packs. I can, hook you up, I can hook you up with the guy to get this to happen. And that way you can just do trading cards and you can do, I can do sketches from the movie of characters do crazy shit, chibi cartoon versions of the characters and just throw them in yeah. there. One in every 20 packs or whatever gets a sketch card, you know. Yeah, fun. that would be awesome. <clears throat> I love that idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. So again, Drew, thank you for coming on. <clears throat> thank you for surviving this voting bracket. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, and satanic rights. Uh, that was the hardest so- bracket. it's it's not easy it's definitely not easy but but we make it fun come on we we try and make it fun and if you made it this far listen to us thank you for continuing to listen to us you can find us through redbubble and through t public but for our merch because we do have shirts out available for uh people to buy we have youtube channel which we have unboxing videos and other stuff on and also we have podcasts that are now on there through youtube i guess because people like to watch a black screen and listen to people with no picture. Don't know why, but it's there and it gets a ton of listens. Mm, it happens. Yeah, no question. We have an Instagram, <laughs> so go follow us there. We have a Facebook, so go follow us there. Front Row Negative. Uh, and again, thank you for listening. And we will have another bracket shortly. So, this is Aaron. And this is Chris. And, uh, oh, thank you, he was frozen. He is frozen? Is he back? Are you back? He's oh he's Numa Numa. <laughs> it looks like he's doing the Numa Numa dance. <laughs> oh my okay. Let's try this okay, again. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. <laughs> Alright, this is Aaron. <laughs> and he's laughing. This is Chris. Thank you. And again, this is that you know, Drew join us. It was great. Yeah. It was fun. Yes, it was, thank, it you. Was awesome. thank you. Thank yeah, you. This this ending is straight up par for our show. It, yeah, it usually is. And, and now, yeah. back to you with the weather, Chuck. <laughs>
Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, check out CrossTheStreamsMedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the Cross the Streams Network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit CrossTheStreamsMedia.com for more information. See you next time. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.